You're listening to the Brand Book Podcast for entrepreneurs who want to tell their brand story with ease and confidence. I'm here to help you bring the power of story to your brand so you can inspire, influence, and book more clients through a compelling brand story and conversion-friendly copywriting. I'm Kayla, your host and copywriting strategist at The Literary Co., a boutique copywriting studio for creative brands and entrepreneurs. Now, I'm helping you tell your brand story beautifully and take the online business world by storm. Are you ready? Then let's do this. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button to get all the latest updates from the Brand Book Podcast. To get reminders direct to your inbox, head to theliterary.co slash blog to sign up for weekly reminders. Hey friends, so glad to see you back here for another episode. Let me ask you this. When you park in front of your laptop and open up a Google Doc to finally start writing your website copy, are you guilty of opening up your favorite influencer's website and imitating the hell out of them? Is it hard to write for yourself and your offerings because you're too busy looking at what others are doing? Then this episode is for you. It's totally normal to feel like you have to look at what others are doing to write your website. You may see what your favorite entrepreneur is doing and want to be just like her because she's awesome and totally killing it. But before you know it, you're either stuck in analysis paralysis mode or you're not letting your true self shine through. But to get you to refocus on your business so you can write website copy that wows without the comparison game, today we're going to be talking about how to stay original and stop imitating influencers in your copywriting. I wrote about this topic last year on the Create and Cultivate blog, which I've linked to in the show notes, but I have even more tips for you today. To give a little bit more background on this episode, something I used to ask in my questionnaire was a question that basically asked, who do you admire? Who do you read for their voice, personality, and style? Which seems like an amazing question, but here's the problem. I kept getting the same answers to these questions. Many of my clients admire similar people, probably because the inspirational figures they shared are simply put amazing people with really great websites. And there's nothing wrong with having role models and admiring people online. But too often, this question set up the expectation that their website would sound exactly like them. And what we really need to aim for is originality. You may be asking, Why does originality matter? Shouldn't the magical high converting power words you insert into my website work the way they're supposed to without worrying about originality? Does it really matter? It does. To clear this up even more, here's a definition of originality. The ability to think independently and creatively. Chances are you became a business owner because you are an independent creative spirit who wanted to work for yourself. Think about it this way. You can do anything you want with your website. You can have it look however you want, speak however you want, and appeal to whoever you want to work with. So why not do it in style and with some flair? I want to be clear that when I say originality, I don't mean that you should try to sound super quirky all the time. In the last episode, I shared Frank Body, which is an Australian skincare brand, as an example of brand personality. And it's an excellent example. But there's so many different ways to sound that you don't necessarily need to be quirky in order to be different. There are a million ways to sound unique, which we will be getting to. So instead of looking at your favorite influencers for ideas on how to write your copy, I want to encourage you to look inward and dig into what your clients really need to hear from you and what your prospects are eager to see on your website to buy from you. If you're ready to stop imitating others and stand out in a competitive market, you're in the right place. Here are my steps for making the process of writing original on-brand copy easier. Step one, figure out your brand personality. 
in the show notes, I've linked to a truly fantastic quiz that will help you unearth this for yourself. It's a brand personality quiz that helps you discover your personality in the context of your brand. Whether you're a girl next door, super caring, creative, bold and direct, you'll find that out for sure just by taking this quiz. It's called What's Your Innate Brand Advantage? It's probably the best resource on this topic that I've ever seen, and it's free. It's such a great resource that thousands have taken this quiz and come away with a better sense of their brand. So you'll come away from this knowing exactly what kind of brand you are, including your goal, strategy, and brand fears. There are 12 different types, and I can say for sure it's a game changer. For now, this is probably the easiest thing you can do to discover your brand's personality. It's a great starting point. You may even find that you are not the same personality that you thought you would be or that of your favorite influencer. And therefore you don't need to speak to clients in exactly the same way that this influencer does. This can free you up to think of your brand through a completely new lens. To give you an example, the literary co is the creator archetype, which is characterized by creating a vision, honing artistic skills, and sharing that with others who want to bring that creative spirit to their business. Step two. Find your point of difference. This is more on the brand strategy side of things, but finding your point of difference is extremely important. And what I mean by this is that you want to discover how you're unique to your ideal clients. You want to know why it is that they're choosing you. If you're struggling to do this, here's my advice. Verbally process it. When I do my initial Zoom call with clients, what I'm trying to get them to do is verbally process who they are, what their business is about, and why they're different. And that is really helpful because if you're struggling to write your copy, it's a lot easier to verbally process and work through things than it is to kind of lock it in your head or try to type it out on a keyboard if that's just not working for you. I use this really cool free voice transcriber app called Otter. It's linked in the show notes and it's a great way to verbally process ideas and kind of keep track of them on your phone or your computer. You can just press record and talk right into it and it'll transcribe everything for you. Google Docs also has this feature available if you'd like to have notes on your own brand available to you. Although it can be great to collect testimonials from clients or do some bulleted pre-writing if full sentences just aren't flowing, some of this material does need to come from you, especially if you're a prominent personality in your business and your clients are mostly working with you directly or interfacing with your approach and your signature process. So all of these things can help you find your point of difference and truly dig into that, especially if you're at the beginning stages. Step three, find one thing you're proud of writing that represents the brand you want to create. Instead of looking to others, why not look to yourself as the ideal model? Look at your Instagram, your past emails to your list, your old website. Is there an Instagram post that is totally on brand, on voice, and exactly how you'd want to sound everywhere consistently and all the time? Is there an email you sent to your list that makes you go, that's it, that's the voice? Let that be the starting point for building out the rest of your brand. Once you go through the process of looking at past writings from your business, this will give you a better baseline to really determine what this brand voice looks like. And again, if you are a prominent personality in your business, it's important that these things come from you. The next step, if you really can't resist looking up to your favorite influencers, try to find something that you would do differently. I get it. It really can be a struggle to completely avoid looking at the competition, at influencers in your space, or even slightly outside of it. If you find yourself gravitating to these sites over and over again, I would say don't get too dazzled. Take a deeper look. Try to study and get past the amazing design and look at what it is they're actually saying. Is there anything you can identify that you don't like? Anything you feel that they don't address? 
what do you have to add to this space that they don't? It might take some thinking, but chances are you will get there with some brainstorming. Try to think, how can I put everything I do through the filter of my personality? This can break the illusion that this person's way is the best way and get you thinking about what's personally amazing about your business instead. This is where the wheels start turning. You know, to truly fall in love with your brand, your website, and your business, it's very important to get the influencers and get the competitors out of your head and really focus on what you do that's amazing. And I think, first of all, just acknowledging that everybody has this, no matter what you do, no matter who you are, is freeing. If it's really too hard to take these steps, think back to your own story. What are some unique experiences you've had in your life? or your career? What background or personal experiences do you have? It may not feel like it, but these are things that you can use in your business to stand out. Also, it's pretty great to start with this on the about page. For example, say that you're a photographer with a background in HR and you don't want to sound businessy or salesy on your site and you want to sound kind and approachable because that's your personality. But what you also bring is a direct, straightforward and confident approach that really helps you from a previous stage in your career and comes back around in what you're doing now. So that's something that you can use to build up the personality of your business. While it's important to remember that your brand can have a different voice from you personally, there's still an element of yourself that you can impart into the brand to give it that lasting impact and personal touch. I'll give you another example. So I once had a client who was a facilitator and coach, you know, had professional background and years of experience in the fields. And in an earlier stage in her career, she had worked with uh, female entrepreneurs doing coaching and had a very laid back and comfortable approach. But when she was pivoting her business, she wanted to sound different, but still retain some of the spirit from her earlier days in other career fields. And so she didn't want to sound too corporate. She wanted to appeal to lots of different clients. So this was a great way to merge what was laid back about her, but also bring in conciseness and clarity and pivot into a new stage of business. Step five, keep your goals in mind across your website. Instead of looking at your favorite influencer's website and structuring everything just like them, think about what you will actually need on your website. What's the main goal of your site? What do you need people to do? Are they signing up for your program? Are they signing up for your lead magnet? Are you selling services? Are you linking to a podcast? So these actions affect how you would structure the page and therefore make your website even more unique. The best thing you can do is dig deep into that desired action. Is it to schedule a call with you so they are ideally one step closer to working with you one-on-one? Are they signing up for your course? Are they actually buying a product on the website page? Are they subscribing to your list? Be very aware of that action and create a website around this. It's okay to have more than one goal in mind, but pick one thing that is the pivotal thing and let everything be determined by this action. So for example, say that you look up a course creator and you're obsessed with everything that they do, but you're a service provider offering deliverables to clients on a one-to-one basis and you don't have courses in your business. It doesn't make sense to structure your page like that person, let alone write like them. Keeping this action front of mind discourages imitation and lets you be free to think about what truly matters on your website. At the end of the day, that's what will make you money and book the clients. I know it can be really hard to stay original and keep it real when there are so many amazing entrepreneurs out there with amazing websites, but I know you can unearth that thing that makes you special and communicate that using great copywriting principles. That's what it's all about. I'm so glad you tuned in today. I hope that this got you one step closer to a unique website you're crazy about. 
Thank you so much for listening. Do you have questions about today's episode or topic suggestions? Head to the literary.co slash blog. Don't forget to click subscribe and join the email list to know when the latest episode goes live. Talk soon.